Hello and welcome back to QC Uncut, uncut, unedited, uncensored conversation with local newsmakers and entertainers. I'm your host, Sean Leary, and today my guest is, would you prefer Madeline or Maddie? You can call me Maddie for today. Okay, Maddie Crescents. 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 Yes. Okay. Very fancy. Spell that. Yes, it is very fancy. It's <laughs> yes. very bougie. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you would please spell that for me. Um, it is K-R-E-S-Z-E-N-Z. I never would have done. I never would have spelled that correctly yeah, if you know, give me the test. I too had a hard time when I was younger. <laughs> you never hear that from people that they had a hard time spelling their own name because. Yes. Well, to be fair, it started as my middle name and then it has become my last name. So, okay, okay. if that gives me a little grace, maybe. Okay, so it start. It's your. It started as your middle name. What's your actual last name? If you want, don't uh, mind. My evolving. legal last name is Gosnell, but um, okay. for all things ballet quad cities, I use Crescent. What uh, made you choose that middle name? And also, how did you get that as a middle name spelled that particular way? Um, So my mom is German. And so Crescens was her mother's first name. The nickname in German for that is Zenta. So it became my middle name when I was born. And then I just have a really close connection with my mom. And I wanted something to represent me and her and how much she supported me growing up and in dance. So this is my first official professional job. And so it just felt fitting that the name that was attached to that was going to be something that also connected me to my mom who got me here. So... Very cool. So now that you've met Maddie and she spelled her name for you, we're going to go back and rewind a little bit and uh, introduce her as one of the dancers, one of the newest dancers for Ballet Quad Cities. And Ballet Quad Cities, of course, has a performance this weekend. They are performing at 2.30 and 7.30. I see, I did that. We went up the cheat sheet. There you go. So on Saturday at the Adler Theater, um, they're performing the Rite of Spring, Bolero, and more. And um, what's the more? So the first piece you'll see in the program is a piece called Four Square. It was okay. choreographed by Emily Kate Long, and it's a fast-paced dance for four dancers, and it's very rectangular shaped and there's lots of movement um i'm in that piece at the 2:30 show on saturday so it that one's super exciting fun and then it goes into another piece called afternoon of the fawn which we did at love stories this sure, past february yeah. and um also a quartet choreographed by domingo that was also done at love stories and then we get to bolero and rite of spring very good what's your favorite part of it um, I think Rite of Spring, it's been very, very challenging for me. Um, it is movement that I'm not entirely comfortable with and has been very hard to learn, especially in a quick-paced environment. But it's really pushed me, and the musicality has really pushed me as a dancer. But it is very gratifying at the end that we now have a final product. I was a little nervous for myself, but here we are. We made it. <laughs> you know, I've got it. But, um, yeah, so I would say as far as, like, that gratification of a dancer, Rite of Spring has been that for me. How did you first get into dancing? How old were you? I know most uh, you know ballerinas mm-hmm. get in very young, mm-hmm. and they just fall in love with it immediately from the first time they saw it or they encountered it. Was that the case with you, or was it a different path? I think mine was the very typical. I was four. My mom was trying to get me to try different things, mm-hmm. so I did tennis and soccer and dance, and then dance is just the one that stuck. 
and I haven't stopped since. So here we are. Yeah, so I've been doing it since I was four. So you didn't like soccer, huh? I take that personally as a personal insult there. My brother was a very, very talented soccer player, (laughs) uh, so he could have that one. I was like, you know what? You can have that. I'll take ballet. You know, then we don't have to worry about the crossing paths. Was he happy with that trade? Yeah, he was definitely fine with that. Very good. I don't want to cause any family strife there, Maddie. Um, So what is, I know that it's an incredibly difficult practice. Um, You know, lots of late nights, early mornings, and it is physically grueling. So much so people do not understand how physically demanding ballet is. What was that like for you? You mentioned having a special dedication and connection with your mother. I'm assuming that she's the one that got up and took you to practice yeah. and took you to all the recitals and everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so my mom supported me the whole way and then when I turned 16 I got invited to a day program at Kansas City, Kansas City Ballet. So it was a professional training school but it would require me to leave home and leave my mom at 16 and move out and go live on my own so that I could go further my education. And it's funny, I was on the phone with her yesterday and we were talking about how I initially was like, no, I don't need to do that. I can just stay at my home local studio and I'll be fine. And she had really pushed me to go and we were talking about how thankful we both are that she did and that she even though she missed me she was so glad I went because now I am here and I really accredit doing that and then the rest of my education to getting to a professional career here so she she's been there through and through but yep were there times when it was difficult when you missed having that regular high school experience or missed your family and and that it was it was tough for you Yes, I mean, I didn't do the typical things, like I never went to prom, and um, I was fortunate that I finished my high school degree online in a accredited, accredited program with my normal high school, so I was able to walk at graduation with all the people that I had Most grown up with, so that was nice. Um, and then, you know, it was hard. Last year, I lived in Santa Barbara, mm-hmm. dancing with State Street Ballet as a trainee, and I mean that is 3,000 miles it's a full day plane ride um, very expensive to get home all the way from California so I didn't really get to that was really hard um, which is part of the reason that drove me to come back to the Midwest um, and so I was very fortunate to get a contract here with Valley Quad Cities it's the closest I've lived to home <laughs> and I'm very happy to be back in the Midwest and happy to be dancing with Valley Quad Cities it, 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 this kind of sparks an idea in my head. You were talking about the fact that you were studying remotely, mm-hmm. you got your high school degree remotely, mm-hmm. and we're coming right out of COVID, where right. a lot of other people had to do the same thing yeah. that weren't dedicated yes. to dance. Um, did those? T- you're. I don't know how old you are. You look extremely young, so you don't look much older than sixteen. So <laughs> I get that a lot. I'm twenty. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> so much older. Yeah. So much older, Maddie. Very that that sure. four years it makes such <laughs> yeah. a big difference. Um, but in all seriousness. Though, so you were during that time. I mean, it was kind of coinciding with where you would have been studying remotely anyway. Um, was that something that kind of uh, maybe ameliorated that sting of like, oh, I don't get to be with my classmates? Well, they didn't get to be yeah. with their classmates anyway. And then also, um, how did that impact? 
your your dancing because obviously the interactions between folks were very limited mm-hmm. and I, and you could train on your own but that's very different yeah. from a group environment yeah so it was hard for as far as the schooling went like academics when everyone went online i was like well i've already been doing this right. so you know there's that that wasn't that crazy but kansas city ballet naturally as the rest of the world did had to close down and i went home to ohio to quarantine so i took the rest of my dance classes on zoom Mm -hmm. in my bedroom i was like kicking my bed in like the wall and everything (laughs) it was a disaster i was falling on the floor um so that i felt so gypped in the moment Mm -hmm. and you know i was so mad i was like ah this is my year to train like this is peak like i'm 16 17 i'm should be at kcb and learning um but at the same time everybody was in the same position so we did about three months probably on zoom and then i was fortunate that in august of 2020 we went back in studio obviously wearing masks and everything so i was lucky that i was still able to go back in person because dance although it's such a personal art and personal um, dedication and you'll have to train for yourself there's something about the camaraderie and being with people that is so important as well i mean just even in class let alone performing and learning dances together Mm -hmm. so i'm really happy and grateful that i got to go back a lot of places didn't otherwise i think i would have lost my mind in my bedroom doing ballet class every day now you're right at the beginning of your career obviously dancers like any other athletic pursuit you have a limited window in terms of being in a prime and then you know kind of uh you know fading Right. towards the end um just is what it is it's right. the, the physical demands upon your body uh how does that feel for you being where you are at in your career how do you see it and then being around other dancers that have been around for a while mm-hmm. and you see them where they're at in their careers how much do you get from talking to them from you know being around them and how much do you personally kind of look at them and think okay I'm on, I'm on the clock, yeah. you know, time's going to go by and I'm going to be in that, in that position as well. I need to seize this moment. I need to make the most of that time that yeah. I've got right now. So it's interesting when I was 16, 17 at Kansas city, I felt like I was so behind and, um, people my age were so much better than me. And I was at the lower level of dancing. And so I worked super, super hard. And now I feel so fortunate because I feel that here I'm treated as more than just this being my first year as a professional dancer, I've gotten opportunities I never imagined I would get. I got to do Carmen in Love Stories when we were performing that, which was mind-boggling to me because I thought, you know, who's going to pick a first-year professional dancer to be the lead? But there I was. Um, so getting to be surrounded by other dancers who have had such successful careers there i mean they're just like a wealth of knowledge and they're so what i love about here is they're so willing to share and help i mean even in right of spring i said i'm it's you know a little out of my comfort zone for me but people have been so helpful even to like just 30 minutes ago in rehearsal helping me and you know sharing okay this is how i count this music and this is what might work for you and so that has been amazing and i don't know i just i don't like to think about oh you know i only get seven or eight years of this you know 
So I just try and live in the moment and I feel so fortunate of what I've already gotten to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are people my age that are 20 and they don't have a job yet and they're still training, which is great and awesome too. But I just feel fortunate that I've been able to make this step mm-hmm. um, at this age and that I can just keep doing hopefully what I love for a while. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you bring elements of your own personal life and your emotional experiences, things of that nature, to the work that you do? Dance being such a um, personal uh, art and so interpretive and so open to interpretation mm-hmm. from the audience. Some people obviously see it as a very superficial thing and just right. see the moments. Other people recognize the fact that there are, you know, certain emotional mm-hmm. currents behind those. What's that like for you, given your youth yeah. and, you know, um, experiencing some of these things? As far as if I'm playing a character role or something of that nature, I never like to feel like I'm putting on a facade of something that I'm not. I try and come in and dance a role as if it's me, and that's what drives me because I think it's so much more authentic Mm -hmm. and organic, and I just don't ever want to feel like I'm putting on a face of something Mm -hmm. that doesn't feel right. Um, And then just day-to-day with your dancing, I mean, everyone has things in their lives. And so for me, this is such a place of I can come here and I can do my work and my job and the diligent routine and whether I need it to be a kind of therapeutic outlet or distraction, all of those things it can be. So I don't know. I just... Every day is different. Uh-huh. Maybe some days I'm feeling highly emotional stress and I need to come and just dance it out. Or other days I just need to not think and I can just think about, okay, this is the technical aspects of it. And this mm-hmm. is what I need to get done for the next eight hours to be here. So, Are there ever, ever um, moments, whether it's you know a, a role that you're playing or whether it's a dance that you're doing, mm-hmm. where you find it more difficult to connect with it because of the, I'm just not you know clicking yeah. with it? I think um, naturally, yes. Mm-hmm. You could even argue right of spring that there's no hard-driven storyline mm-hmm. behind it. I mean, there's ideas and f- natural stories that you could pull, but it's very interpretive. It's not like you're assigned, okay, Maddie, this is your character. This is what drives your character. So there's that. But for me, for right, I've been really just focused on movement quality and things like that that can help showcase and like working with the group and everything like that. What's going on? Um, even sometimes for me, I think the like pretty princess ballerina roles uh, can be hard because I'm like they're so perfect, right. but I'm not perfect and that's fine. So those I'm like f- try and find little bits of humanity in them because I don't want to just be like a Barbie doll up on stage, you know? Right. Um, why should people come and see the show this weekend? You know, I think it's a really diverse group of rep. And, I mean, the music in itself is amazing. The dancing is amazing. Right is something that doesn't get performed often, you know, because it's a little more unusual. It was really controversial when it first came out. Um, so it's not something that you get to see every single year like the Nutcracker, you know? Mm, right. And even though that is great in its own entity, but, you know, you don't always get to go see Ride of Spring. Valley companies don't do it on a yearly basis. So mm. I think you should come see it while you can. 
What a ringing endorsement there, Maddie. <laughs> what do you have planned for the future beyond this weekend? Well, this weekend is our last week of our season, and then, you know, I'll be in the Quad Cities for the summer and just waiting until we start again in August. So I'll be here with Valley Quad Cities next season. We start up again in August and just, you know, keeping dancing and doing the things. Now, I forgot to ask you, how do you spell your first name? Is there an unusual spelling of the first name, or is it just your M-A-D-D-I-E or something? Yep, M-A-D-D-I-E, you got it. Okay, there you go. Well, hey, I got one out of two right. Now, what's the, the spelling in your, your, well, it's your professional name, but it's your middle name. Uh, one K more time? Yeah, it's K-R-E, I know there's a Z in here somewhere. Is the Z next? It's K nope, okay. There's Go ahead. I know there's a Z. I remember that. K-R-E-S-Z-E-N-Z. -E -E there it is. Okay. You gotta, you know, there's two Z's. The S there's two Z's. Uh, yeah, right. I know there's two Z's. Very exciting. You um. should see it in cursive. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll look forward to that. Thank so thank you so much for your time, Maddie. Of I really course. appreciate it. And uh, best of luck with thank the show you. this thank weekend. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And thank you for listening to QC Uncut, Uncut, Unedited, Uncensored Conversation with local newsmakers and entertainers. I'm Sean Leary. Have a great day.